0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast! Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? podcast i'm your host gb and i'm currently not 100 i have vertigo. i had to squeeze in because i want some fucking sympathy um but i'm doing this podcast and i'm talking to professional wrestlers so there's me just being an absolute bitch because um, they have to <laughs> work through so many injuries and there's me just like i've got vertigo please feel sorry for me anyway uh today's guest is one half of born ready with the natural born fighter rpd pro wrestler based in northwest wee Today's guest is the Cumbrian outlaw, Rick Marcus. How are you doing today, mate? And thank you for coming along. Um, I'm good, mate. Really, really, really good, actually. Yeah, in a good mood. You got me on a good day. So, I love it, man. you know, no, I could not tell. Fit. Like, just I was like, I can't tell. Is he actually going to be happy? Just but that, that shows like how good you are, like how convincing. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's one of them, to be honest, it is one of them things, actually, because you know, I do have. I do tend to look a bit mean and a bit
0: nasty and I'm yeah. not that. Tweet out really. You no, know. <laughs> nah, that's cool. We've awesome <laughs> we had a little laugh before recording, so we're going to sort of try and get some of that on here as well. Uh, yeah. One thing I want to go back to what I said at in the intro is, we're going to sort of free-throw a little bit, so it won't be sort of yeah, beginning, man, middle, yeah. end, is one half of Born Ready with IPD. Now, RPD is someone I've had in the show before. A great guest, and he had nothing but good stuff to say about you. So roles reverse. I want to ask you the same question: How is he as a tag team partner and as an opponent? As a tag team partner,
1: is 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 incredible. He, 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 it, it's one of them things. It's not even like just teaming with the guy on, like, a wrestling level, it's like, you know, he's someone who's become a really, really close friend. So it's like, you know, when, when we need each other's advice and things like that, we, we you know, we speak about wrestling. We speak not about wrestling. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's more... The tag team thing, that's great, great fun and that. But as friends, it's like, there's no... um, Let's do this. We look good together. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's like, you know, we speak daily, you know, great friends. And he's someone who's, you know, become... You know, re- really, really close to over the last couple of years, like, you know, especially all this COVID shit the last couple mm-hmm. of years. It's, it's nice that good things have came out of it, really, you know, and um, yeah, but as an opponent, oh, he's, yeah. um, I've, you know, we we did a match at Superstar a few weeks ago, and it was the first yeah. time we'd actually worked against each other. Apart from apart from training down at Future Shock, You know, we're getting there with Sam Bailey, that's where we train together. You know, so the chemistry was good there as opponents. I'm sure down the line we'll get to really knock the shit out of each other somewhere. But um, yeah, the match we had in Superstar was really it was it was a special special occasion. Got the better of me on that one, um, but it, it was it was really special because. Um, the week prior to that, we 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 lost a we lost a friend, um, it, it was a mutual friend, you know, and it was absolutely tragic. He was only 31 years old, bless him. Yeah, and it, his his wife was there and that, so it was kind of you know the, the emotions were pretty high and like I say, at the start of the match just did a little bit of a tribute and that. It was getting a bit choked up in the corner, you know, I thought right, I mean, fucking shake it off now and, and and go to it and yeah, it was it was great, great show And Like I say, we're back on back on superstar in December. Yeah. I think so, you know. Yeah, really looking forward to that.
0: I'm glad to hear that, mate. Sorry for your loss, by the way, but I like to hear no, that no, he was able to sort of have a good tribute. Um, you were also able to sort of basically knock each other out, but you know, have a laugh afterwards. And I love yeah, that. And and that, that was, rest- yeah. Only rested, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, it,
1: it was one of the, It was one of them. Like say when when he when he got the pin, and you know, I was I was sat there in the corner. He came over, helped me up. We kind of had a bit of a moment, you know. And they, that, hmm. that, that shit's as real as it gets. You know what I mean? Them moments. It's not. Let's say, um, you know, grab my hand. I'll raise your hand. We'll do this. We'll do this. It was yeah. like, you know, what I mean, that was a genuine moment. Uh, Mark's wife was in the crowd. We went and spoke to her yeah. after. You know, what I mean, it was like, it was it, it, d- having our first match against each other was always going to be special, to us anyway. But the fact that we did it under them circumstances made it a lot more.
0: You know, nah, that's awesome, man. love to hear that. Uh, I love the sort of that's that's just pure storytelling that you just can't write a p- bit of paper. You know, love to hear oh, that, you my know, man.
1: Yeah, no, it was yeah, it, it was special. And like I say, the, his legacy lives on. They're doing loads of charity stuff and that now. So he's uh, he'll be looking down, smiling mm. on this now. You know what I mean, taking the piss out of me and happy <laughs> like he <Yeah. laughs> like he always did when he was when he was with us. So you know,
0: it's uh, nice, nah, good. That's cool. Right? Uh, at the end of the show, uh, just more than happy to put the cherry. So just remind me if I, I, I've got. Quite a good memory that like my headline's yeah, yeah. sort of spinning, but um, but yeah, just right at the end, we'll plug the charity show and yeah, then the nah, listeners We yeah. can sort of get into that. Um, Lance Storm, by the way, I heard you say in a previous interview that you actually had a review on your matches. I mean, who can you ask better? One of the most solid professional wrestlers in all of wrestling, sort of, and his coaching, you know, he's, he's trained Tyler Bates and uh, not Tyler Bates, what is his last name? That's really annoying now because he just got fired. Um, Tyler Breeze. That was a really yeah, yeah, bad conversation Sorry, the well. uh, The Iconics, you know, and obviously wrestling school was yeah, you know, very popular. I just want to ask, how did you feel? And the advice that he gave to you, you know, if you could share some of it uh, on it. Yeah, air. well, actually, just to,
1: just to slightly correct you there, it was um, it was part of the Future Shock training group, so it wasn't actually the one oh. that I was on. The one that I was on wasn't actually my match. It, there was a group of us, and he pulled the match apart. Of, um, oh, it okay. Actually, it was actually the Young Guns against Synergy from a couple of years back at, yeah. um, at, Fu- at Future Shock. It was, but um, as he like I say, he played the match and he was stopping it every thirty seconds, and it was like like the Young Guns are gonna they're gonna go out there, they're gonna be huge, they're gonna go out. They already are, do you yeah. know what I mean? But they're gonna go all over the world and they're gonna be megastars doing it. And Synergy are absolutely incredible as well, Two absolute monsters. And you know, uh, but at the same time, the two of the. Like, I love being on shows with them guys. They're the two of the most funny, genuine, top, top people that I've ever met. So, mm. yeah, he was going through the match and the way Lance was just breaking it down step by step. And, like, what we were seeing, if we just watched all the way through, it was a great match. But he was like, this is how you could have elevated this moment. This is how you could have elevated this moment. And then this would have meant more. And it was like, when somebody at that kind of level is breaking matches down, you have yeah. them like light bulb moments, but then at the same time, you're like, oh, yeah, it's fucking easy this actually, isn't it? When you think about it and break it down properly and and it, it's always a, a less is more. It's about making things mean more and preserving yourself a little bit, you know, so you're not having to go hell for leather, boom, 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 spot, 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 crazy, 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 you know. Yeah. It, was, uh, it it was it, it was just, yeah, really, really... Really thought provoking, you know, just just understanding the mechanics of it all and how to, you know how to tell stories rather than be a gymnast,
0: you know. Yeah, no, that, that's fair, man. And my apologies for getting some of that wrong. Do apologize. No, 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 Shitty no, 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 no. It's <laughs>
1: do no no don't, don't get me wrong. Like you know, if the if the opportunity um arises i I'd, I'd like to do a hmm. you know a, a one-on-one you know and like I say rpd as well he's in regular contact with um like william regal as well so it's like you know he's he's got some some good people in his corner as well you know so it's yeah man it's, uh, yeah it's cool it's one of them like because the thing is when you're a kid and you're watching it growing up and that and you see like lance Storms, william regal like you know all the uh, the seminar with bob holly Um good yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Be, like, that, that I
0: fucking love that, Bob Holly, by the way, and I've had, well, like, that, I've that, not that, had was, podcast, that, but I want to hear. It. I want to hear it. That was that was surreal
1: as fuck, actually. So that was up at uh, Johnny Moss's. So I'm like I'm from Barrow Inferno, so like Johnny Moss's training school was up in Egremont, so it's about an hour and a half up the road. Yeah. And he had Bob Holly, and Bob Holly was working the Target show, I think, the next day. And um I don't I'd oh, i probably only been doing it six months, maybe. And like when I went in and pop holly was there i was like fucking like starstruck you know what i mean because i love the attitude i was like when i grew up and hmm. you know but i loved
0: him as a race car driver <laughs>
1: yeah honestly it, it was it was cool as fuck and it was like he was going through like about intensity and lock up intensity and all that kind of stuff and yeah and he did this big spiel on it and then i locked up with um josh terry or josh Morell nxt uk like locked up with him and um Bob Holly's like right Rick, and he's like holy shit Rick I've just been telling you for the last hour and blah 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 and like got a bollocking off Bob Holly and then and then I went back on the apron and he's circling around the ring and he smacks me on the chest and he goes it's just because I care brother and I was like oh god that's cool as fuck <laughs> do you know I, I mean? love it man like
0: <laughs> even like he's being strict but he's been like nice as well yeah, at the same
1: time yeah do you know it's just an intensity, just an intensity thing Boy it was like really really cool do you know it was like like you you, you know and, and and as and as you go on and you, you meet these other people and people that you've seen on the telly and all that kind of stuff it's like yeah it's, it's fucking cool like
0: oh, i love that i spoke to um shady naturalist about him and he's saying like i oh, yeah. went to went to with like hardcore oh Holly. Just- <laughs> yeah so not,
1: yeah because like obviously shady like does a hell you know what i mean his main spot's target isn't it and it's like yeah If you look at his stuff, like the fucking, he's worked everyone. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's crazy, crazy
0: the amount of top names that that that, that guy's wrestled. So, you know, yeah, no, that's cool, man. That's cool. Gonna rewind the clocks, go back to the beginning. And I want to know what got you into wrestling in the first place.
1: My earliest memories of wrestling are when I was a kid, we had like a, a VHS tape of, um, vhs that's iron old bastard For, you know what's, uh, you know what's
0: going, by the way they're actually gonna be listening so will be like what the hell is it, a vhs
1: yeah yeah you know you, what do you, you know if you had to record something you had to put it in long play and all that to get an extra hour out of it yep you, you record something and then, like, you get to the main event of the, the wrestling and it'll just stop and start rewinding and then you've missed, like, fucking... Like, oh, yep. Fuck, you know? no, so, I've been there. <laughs> but, you know, they're spoilt now. They're spoiled now. Literally straight online, bump,
0: whatever you want. network, done. That's it. Exactly, YouTube, exactly.
1: You know, so... Yeah, so, so, yeah, I had, like, Hulk Hogan ones and I remember watching um, some of his matches with Roddy Piper and things like that and I just remember, like, the over-the-top, like, the Hulk, you know... It was, like, literally, I could sit there for hours watching the same match again and again and when I say the same match it was a different opponent but it was just Hulk Hogan doing the same match it's like we you come know in what? We, take, we, <laughs> we come in I sell around the ring while I get beat, 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 beat beat. I kick out I sit up I hook up I leg drop I fuck off do you know what I mean it was like but every time it's like even now on the network I'll like now and then I'll, I'll put like um, some wrestling like from the very early 90s on and like Warrior and you know Jake the Snake and Hulk mm. Hogan and, and it's like I, I find that like entertaining to this day, do you know what I mean? It's No, like, do I, man. You know, I can like...
0: watch Superstars
1: from '92, and I fucking yeah, love it. Yeah. Exactly, Superstars from '92, Saturday Night Main Event and things mm. like that. Honestly, I Superstars. missed
0: like squash matches and jobbers and just oh, yeah. little things like that. And it didn't even do that much, but it was so mm. over. It was the character and the, yeah. the larger than life looks they had and the colors. Yeah,
1: and... and that that that's it. And I think I think they fell off the ball a little bit, like mid '90s and whatnot. But like. You know, everything changes, time changes, doesn't it? You know, it's completely different now to what it was then. Yeah. Um, but then, like, from that, um, it was the Attitude Era that, like, really pulled me in. But it weren't the Attitude Era at first. What it was was I, um, I, I grew up in a pub, um, like, in the pub trade. So I'd watch from nine, like, so the Monday Night Wars were actually on the telly on Friday nights in England, weren't they? You know, yeah. like on TNT, you had WCW at nine o'clock and then you had Raw at ten o'clock. And at first, I used to watch WCW all the way through because that's when the NWO first came. I was still a massive Hulk Hogan fan. I was like, "Oh my god, this is cool as fuck!" And I was Mm -hmm. like, "I was about nine years old, maybe something like that." And then, um, but then I started putting Sky Sports on at ten o'clock because Raw had just started. But that's when like DX were coming through, and then Stone Cold Steve Austin. Then I just became a crazy ass Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. And then it was just like one hour of Nitro, and then Raw every night. And then, but the thing was at the time, um because we were in a pub like whatever I was watching on Sky upstairs was on the big screen in the mm-hmm. pub downstairs you didn't have multi-room and all that bullshit so it was like if there weren't like darts or something on that they wanted to watch in the pub they, they were watching wrestling like you know you, you know adults are like, like they, they pretend they're not into it but they love it and when they're half cut they sat there watching wrestling and whatnot but then, <laughs> then oh, it, God. <laughs> but, but then it get then it would get to midnight and I did what every fucking young kid used to do at midnight and put the 10 minute free view on you know, mm-hmm. like oh no, <laughs> like one of television X or something like that. to so my dad, <laughs> my dad had come fucking legging like, it upstairs from the pub. Was like, Turn this off, you dirty little bastard. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, But then like the, the punters in the pub, I like, ah, so I'm something a miserable bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You should
0: be proud of him.
1: <laughs> no, <idea>. no regrets.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. Not the yeah, it was good. I've it was a good, it was a good
1: childhood. I tell you what, like growing up in that pub was fucking brilliant because it was like um, on a Sunday, like so we had a big function room upstairs. So I had my PlayStation upstairs. had like we had that like, big function room, and like so, now on a Sunday, all the adults would come and bring the kids. So hmm. the adults would get pissed all afternoon on the Sunday. So it was the same. It was the same crew every week. Do you know what I mean? So I, when pubs used to have regulars,
0: yeah,
1: and it was like you know it was the same lot, but like. Me and all the other kids would play upstairs. We'd play football upstairs, you know, PlayStation. We had a pool table up there. It was, like, such a cool childhood, you know what I mean? It was brilliant. It was
0: really, really cool. I love it, man. Just, I mean, I didn't necessarily have the pub life, but there's some things you have said that sort of remind me of my child a little bit. Um, yeah. just, oh, I, I won't sound here, but um, no, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Who were some of your favourites? I'm going to assume Hulk Hogan being one of them, but did you have any other favourite wrestlers growing up?
1: Yeah, Hulk Hogan initially, then my, my all-time favourites. You know Stone Cold Steve Austin, pretty generic. You know what I mean? It's like most people think that, but that—that that was the moment that it was like, whoa, this is absolutely insane." I love mm. the Undertaker. Try, I think more, more, more modern. Like, I think, I think Roman Reigns is the biggest superstar in wrestling by an absolute I think fantastic
0: point. now. By, like by, he's... by
1: by 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 a country mile as well. Mm. I think just you know, not not necessarily the best, like quote unquote. You know, worker, wrestler, whatever you want to call him. But like, But as the overall as a, package? As the overall package, as a he star. He is in his own he, league. Yeah, yeah. There's there's incredible wrestlers all over the place. But as an absolute superstar, like, if he walked in a room, you'd be starstruck kind of thing. There's up yeah. really him, him and Brock Lesnar, I think, mm. that are like in. It's in like Vince says
0: about the airport thing. Like, you know, who's going to stand out in an airport? Fucking fucking Roman. Yeah. Like, like you literally clicked exactly. your head straight away.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly it. And like I said, don't get me wrong, incredible wrestlers all over the place. And yeah, it's good yeah. now that, that wrestling can be, you can become one of the greatest wrestlers in the world and be five foot seven and, mm. you know, 180 pounds rather than six foot nine and 300 pounds, you know, because, well, it, it, you know, it's like, like I say, I'm, I'm only five foot 10. I'm not an Adonis or anything like that. Oh, so yeah. it's good that. It, it, no, no, I'm five foot 10. I carry it well. <laughs> i <like> that <laughs> no five foot five foot ten i just picked my opponents well that's all it is
0: <laughs> oh wicked man yeah. and also, so, five, Austin, five right? foot
1: ten build at six foot three
0: <laughs> you know what you know where platforms are you like jericho does ah well no not yet not uh, yet uh i think going back to what you said awesome quickly i don't think people realize like how Good we had it as fans when we were younger in our te- like in our teens or whatever. Yeah, how moderate. fucking over he was. A casual fan, anyone on the street at that time would know who he was. Like, yeah. Th- the crowd yeah I tell
1: you what, I'll tell you, i tell you the most recent thing that like, really made me think, and I actually me and RPD had a crack about this. It's like sometimes when you know when you get into your 30s and that, it's like you forget how young some people are. Yeah. And like, so a lot of people growing up that are like in the wrestling industry that are on shows like like with myself and everyone else tend to be like, you know, anything from like early 20s generally, like late teens, early 20s. So they're growing up with like John Cena and Randy Orton and whatnot. Mm. And it's like, obviously they'll know what Attitude Era is and watched yeah. it and all that kind of stuff. But like the the thing that resonated with me recently is you remember like uh, last month when CM Punk came back yeah. and the pop was absolutely and it, wasn't it was insane, fantastic it, wasn't it, it, it was goosebumps One of the best in that, moments
0: this year
1: exa- exactly but like that pop will as they get used to having him back on telly will die down a bit it'll still get cheered like crazy mm. but it's actually been would, what you're saying yeah. is
0: happening right
1: now yeah exactly so it's like and he even said that in his first promo he said i'm going to take this in because when it gets regular me being around again it calms off yeah um but these people thought this is the most incredible thing they've ever seen in their life in the late nineties, early two thousands, every time the glass smashed, that pop happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin maintained that pop every time he came out for about
0: a six year period. Oh, you yeah. know, so 100%. it's like so that... size will go up and everyone mm-hmm. would just be cheering. Everyone. Yep. And the best thing ever was there was no fucking Twitter. Do you know what I mean? It was Best like Twitter, man. Like I'm not just saying it, but it can be fucking awful. I've had to mute. I've had to mute words like demo, like mm. eighteen to forty nine, like the key demo stuff like that. I'm fucking fed up of it. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. worse things in it, and I'm not going to go into too much detail. Well, the, that. The,
1: the, the the thing about that that like key demographic. Do you know if if you're winning it, that key demographic and that matters to you and that translates to money and business, great, good for you, right? Yeah. But when they talk about like oh, a war between AEW and WWE, and it's like Key demographic in that eighteen of WWE aren't even trying to cater for eighteen to thirty fives. Yeah. WWE cater for families and children. So like, if they're not winning that demographic, as long as they're making money, they're not gonna give a shit. As long as, as, long as people, that's what they are. Long, yeah, exactly. Do, do you know what I mean? I just think, uh, I just, I just think the enjoyment of wrestling can get taken out by Twitter sometimes. I just think, mm. like, sometimes just, just be a fan.
0: Just yeah. enjoy it. I think, if you don't I think like people it, people have it, forgotten it. how to be a fan. They want to find out the inside news and the dirt sheets. And I've had to actually blocked a lot of journalists now. Not the only mm. thing to me personally, because they're yeah. sucking the fun out of wrestling. I want to yeah. be able to watch yeah. a Roman Reigns promo and a match and a storyline, whatever, without someone going, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega. Oh, AEW mm. did this though. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Let me watch this. And then I watch AEW later and watch AEW purely mm. for because I enjoy it.
1: Yeah, exactly, and the and the thing is, like, don't get me wrong, like, I was very much a WWE person, but right now, I'll be honest, I'm more entertained by AEW, yeah, and that yeah. that uh, from, from a show top to bottom. Don't get me wrong, like the the top end of WWE is great, but I just think I, I think they're in a massive transitional period where mm. something needs doing, and and now now the. AEW got you know them, um, the like Brian. Brian. I'm always Brian. gonna call. Dan- I'm always
0: gonna call Brian Anderson, Daniel and Bryan. Just who I am. Yeah, yeah, I, do You know me. what? I was
1: gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say, was gonna say that name. <laughs> then before I might get shouted out for it. But you yeah, know, I, what? No, no, like,
0: no, no. I did the same. I did the it, same. But oh um, my god, the matches he's having, brilliant. It's showing like what,
1: what now, like, whether whether it's safe for him to be having their matches or not. That's him. So mm. whatever. But like, it's, because I always saw him as Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I always thought he was amazing. But now I'm seeing like the matches had like the one with Kenny Omega, the one with um, Minoru Suzuki uh, last week, and things like that. It was like, (sighs) "Fuck, this guy's absolutely like insane!" Like if the match had a Dustin Rhodes level,
0: like oh my god, like I'm I'm not, I don't love Dustin Rhodes. I think for his age, fucking, I respect him. Mm. But like the match, even if Daniel Bryan was so good, like if if Daniel Bryan can do everything in the ring, like not just high spots and just you know. Go too hard on his opponents. He can tell a fucking story so yeah. well. Yeah. And he has it, that like not... ability that a lot of wrestlers just will not be able to attain in their life. Yeah. Of him.
1: Yeah. He's one of them. He, like, that, the whole WrestleMania 30 and the organicness of it was, yeah. I, in my adult life as a wrestling fan, that was probably the most invested I've ever been in anything because it was organic and it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like. Because um, they had to change the plan, didn't they? It
0: just kind of just got totally. Oh yeah, but the, like, the main event. No, it was like, <laughs> too. I felt yeah, bad it for was, a Big Dave because I really liked the um, but it just wasn't no, this time. It wasn't this time? No, it, it wasn't. You know, and it was just like it was brilliant. It was, it was just
1: organic, and it, it, was, it was it was a good. time. It was, it was like in my adult life, I like I watch more wrestling from back when I was a kid rather mm-hmm. than current products and that and I'm I'm one of them people where it's like I don't know every New Japan wrestler from the 80s and 90s and all that kind I grew up on WWE and WCW and I don't profess to know everything about the indie scenes and that like when I first started wrestling I didn't even know there really was as many UK promotions as there are and all these smaller promotions in the US and if you ask me to name when I actually started wrestling if you ask me to name as many promotions as I know probably count them on one hand mm. be honest you know was, that, that's just the way it is don't get me wrong like it's since then you know people suggesting you hear people's names getting repeated and
0: things like that from and i think the power of the, the internet as well i think that's what one time yeah. can be good it's just yeah yeah
1: when, 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 when it's used when it's used for good it's fantastic when it's used for bad it's a fucking cesspit
0: yeah man. Do you remember the shows, like the UK shows, whatever? I'm gonna assume might be wrong, when, like we get like American superstar, former WWE wrestler, you get like Jake the Snake or like like a Tatanka yeah, yeah, yeah. or Kizuna, and, like you get like fake LOD and the fucking yeah, state of yeah, them, by
1: yeah, the way. Yeah, so where I grew up there was a there was a little theater called the forum, forum twenty eight and um yeah, they'd have a fake undertaker, you'd have your red power ranger, um fucking okay, what else is right, like fake game, remember- fake game.
0: A fake remember,
1: yeah, fake Kane. And they had the fake Austin, right? And I went with my dad because um, this was like when Austin was massive kind of yeah. thing. And he, and he was like, I don't know who he was playing it. The mad thing is now, it's probably someone on the UK scene that I, I, I might even know, but I just because I was a kid, I can't remember. But because he was a lot slighter than Stone Cold Steve Austin, my dad was calling him Nine Stone Steve Austin. Do you know what I mean? He said a Stone Cold Steve
0: Austin line. Nah, I was sorry, people's heads, even that's
1: really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was it. was a Nine Stone Steve Austin. I was like, okay, brilliant. And then I the think, I think, um. <laughs> The guy that did x in the first half was Matt Hardy in the second half and stuff. Well, I, that didn't, anyway.
0: I didn't know they did a Matt Hardy in x- Oh, my God. I'm kind of jealous yeah, no. now. Even though yeah, shit. Yeah. It
1: was such a good show. I loved it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe, like, Paige's dad was doing the, uh, the Vote Warriors. Yeah, like Ricky Knight, just like the one who owns his own wrestling company. Now, Yeah, what a rush. Yeah, copyright. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. But he, mad, isn't it. um I can't but, find footage by the way of it. I have tried looking so hard. There's posters which you can find online. Yeah, I cannot yeah, find yeah. just to, to explain to my like, younger friends, like, or people that have phones got wrestling. This is what I used to have to part with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was. Do you know how it was so cool as well? Because, like,
1: even though you knew it were the real ones, it was like. It was great. You know, yeah, the, the, the ones when it was like Undertaker and Kane and that because you had the hair over the face or like the mask on and that, you're like, I think that's a real one of him, or, you know. You, you knew in your heart it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. but you were trying to convince yourself it was, you know. The fact that Kane's like six, you know what I mean, instead of six foot ten, he's actually five foot six or something like that. Lazy
0: <laughs> Stay oh. from the corner, I'm like it's Kane. <laughs> yeah. Looking brilliant. Oh, mate, they was so. I really enjoyed them shows, man. So. <clears throat> So i'm actually gonna still have to keep continuing my search for footage yeah
1: yeah, yeah it needs to
0: be shown to a larger large audience but anyway what got you interested and in, uh, not no. Well, i'm trying again what made you want to become a professional wrestler so what made you want to do this full time it was one of the things like in my early 20s
1: i went and trained up at markham uh, at xwa at the time um and I thought it'd be, oh, yeah, train be a pro wrestler, blah, blah, blah. I did a couple of training sessions. I thought I'd be in the ring doing whatnot, and I was just doing, like, hammer locks and reversals and that, and, like, I took a couple of bumps. My neck was aching. I thought, it's a of shit, this, initially. That was that was me. That was my reaction. Was, I was going out partying every weekend. I thought, oh, I can lift weights, party, wrestle. I thought, oh, yeah, cool. will will be a problem. And then um, I stopped, to be honest. Um, and then a few years later, uh, knockout wrestling, uh, which is like the local promotion in Barrow. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a show on. Um, I took my partner at the times, something to go and watch it. Um, and I was like, I could do that. You know, I was like, I was. My head was in a different place, and I were a party. You know, party animal like I was, late teens, early twenties, and um, spoke to the guys afterwards. So. And went and started training with him. Uh, Chris Ridgway was was the one that was training them at the time because he
0: he lived um, in Barrow as well.
1: So this was i for
0: because he's I thought he's like I mean I've seen him like he's fucking quality, but I didn't realize he's mm. been doing it for. Quite yeah, years. I've been doing about five. I've been doing it about five years.
1: Um, yeah, I think at the time he'd only been doing it a year or so, and he was only still doing like you know smaller promotions generally, but he was just starting to get out at that point. So when I was Getting trained by by Chris initially, um, he was starting to wrestle bigger names and things like that, and you know, and he wrestled like Will Osprey when Will mm. Osprey was starting out and things like that. I remember him doing all that kind of stuff before Will Osprey turned into so, the mega star that he is now. And yeah. you know, so that that was cool. That like my introduction to it was with Chris, and Chris, you know, he coaches at Future Shot now, in his sessions there, you know, I mean, like it's very, you know, it, in. You learn incredible, you know, wrestling skills and that, but your cardio's got to be on point. So it was kind of like a baptism by fire, where it was like, if you can't fucking deal with this, you're not cut out for it. And yeah, I hung, I hung about, you know. So
0: with the hangovers, as you was. Born. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> my, yeah,
1: and then my, my first me my, my first show was was for knockout wrestling, and I was literally just doing security. Um, somebody pulled out of the show. There was a spot there. Um, I got put put into a match i weren't ready for it really um and then yeah and, and and that was it really and they had like we used to do academy shows and they had like a, a an academy championship it was called the Zero showcase championship mm-hmm. uh, i won that and then what they did was they moved the showcase championship to the main shows and it was like the opening match was always a showcase championship match so i was always i was getting to do the opener and doing like you know just getting getting some reps in with that really and then, and then yeah took it from there did a did a summer on the the holiday camp for a couple of weeks didn't
0: um yeah and then because like, oh, the like... well, i've i've not heard anything bad about them by the way everyone i spoke to like you know from the uh Rest scene has just spoke very complimentary of it so i just want to hear from you like did you enjoy them um <laughs> sure <laughs> Do you know? Do you
1: know what? Like holiday camp, like summer camps and things that, are brilliant because you get to do so many matches. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't have much time uh, to plan and work out what you're going to do or anything like that. So it's like for reps, it's absolutely class. Sharing a caravan with seven wrestlers was probably the most painful experience of my life. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I just work. It worked for me. Do you know what I mean? It's Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, something to stay up till four in the morning watching cartoons and shit like that, and that's not that's not me. I like to. I like to go to bed by ten o'clock, get up, go and have a coffee in the morning, and read a paper. Do you know what I mean? am like, it's um but, but from a wrestling standpoint, to, to get to like to, to get to get the regular matches in, you know, some weekends you're having six matches a weekend, or you know, I think it, when I did that, I did more shows in ten days than I had done in my whole wrestling career combined at that point. You know, so like, that's how many matches I got in. It was only 20-odd, mm. but it was still 20
0: matches in a 10-day period. And the things you get the fans well, they're like, they don't want to know and the they, best as real names, they just want to watch wrestling. So yeah, and the good, good thing, is, the good, the good thing
1: is as well, yeah, and the, the good thing is as well, it's like, I, I prefer generally doing family sh- family crowd shows anyway mm. um, because of the organic nature of like, you know, they just want to see heroes and villains and you know they want to be told stories, and you know when when the kids come and get photos with you and things like that, it's like to them you're a superhero. They don't realize that you've got to go and clock on on a fucking Monday morning. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. to them you're, you're a superstar. So that that they they are my they're generally my favorite. You know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, it's like don't get me wrong. Like you know, like the more indie style shows and that where it's great, but it's not my style. Like moves. And it's not really my thing. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I'm Like I try, I try to do a moonsault once and nearly broke
0: my hand, so I won't be doing it again. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> where the fans can turn you so easy as well, and you do get other shows yeah. where the fans will just try and get themselves
1: over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is one of them cases. It's like you know, for example, like Odyssey Wrestling in Markham mm-hmm. um, that I'm part of, and uh, I'm part of the team that actually run run uh, odyssey wrestling so it's like them fans are so organic and it's like if people haven't gone to a show they they need to because it's like they have a saying that it's real in markham and it's like it's literally you couldn't want the shows i'll check out some clips and that it's worth the ticket money alone to come and see how the vip's in the front row act it's like if their favorites win it's literally like you've just scored a goal in the last minute of the world cup Mm. The absolute, the jumping up, the hugging each other—it's absolutely fucking bonkers. And it's like, say, say you slip on a rope or something like that, they're they're more likely to be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, are you okay?" rather than start a you fucked up chant. Yeah, yeah, like
0: Botswana, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's like,
1: <laughs> you know, cool,
0: <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, there's broken bone that's fine no i like, yeah, I like to hear that though i do really like to hear that because i've heard that from a few wrestlers i think rpd said that as well like he said he, he kind of prefers doing family shows and i've heard it from other wrestlers as well just because yeah. they are more invested they see you as large in life they may not have the access to like the, to the wrestlers on the tv but they this is their hometown you know and they can yeah and that, uh, yeah
1: exactly and that, and that to me that's what it's about it's about the organic nature of the fact it's like when I'm wrestling and there's kids in the crowd, I remember being that age and like thinking that, um, LOD against the Red Ranger was the match I wanted to see. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I remember being that age. It's like, you know, it could be Stone Cold Steve Ross against The Rock, it could be LOD against the Red Ranger, and it's still, it's all the same
0: shit to me, you know, and that's, you know. <laughs> No, i keep laughing because it's just literally like remember seeing the posters remember seeing the ring and no one could take that away from me. that was my fucking childhood um, yeah, exactly that's right. awesome man um so odyssey pro wrestling that's the place you would call your wrestling home as you've just oh, mentioned. Sorry, so yeah. odyssey pro wrestling that is the place that you would call your wrestling home basically
1: yeah well i would now because of my in- in- investment within the company you yeah know, uh, but as a home standpoint, knockout wrestling in Barrow was the one that gave me my first shot where, mm-hmm. you know, that is my hometown. I don't actually live there now. I've moved to – I'm actually in the Midlands now. I'm in Burton-on-Trent. Um,
0: so it's a – Well, like – I'm Essex. Yeah.
1: No, but it's like um, – I've only been here a couple of months, so I'll be fair. Um, yeah, knockout wrestling, that because it is my home, you yeah. know, and – and um yeah that, that'll always be my home promotion but obviously because my investment in odyssey i need i want odyssey to succeed and and and, yeah. and the fans there are the fans there are just like a, a total different kettle of fish and it's like mm. you know you've got you've got to be there to feel the atmosphere there it is it's absolutely nuts
0: yeah awesome man uh can you know some of your other favorite companies that you have worked for I know you've mentioned KRS and Odyssey, but any other companies that stand out to you that you've all, actually really enjoyed that. That was really good. I wouldn't mind going yeah, out well, there. well, it's super superstar was good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed doing superstar a few weeks ago, and um particularly because I, I was working with um RPD. Um and then like I said this weekend as well. Um TNT are doing the extreme fields. Oh, you're
0: representing Odyssey, aren't
1: you? Yeah, yeah. So um right, yeah, yeah, so, so so sports, to uh, to Jay, who, who runs it, and uh, you know he's, he wants to see what Hunter's about because of the noise that was coming out of Markham about Ryan Hunter being like the Hulk Hogan of Markham because the crowd go that crazy for him. You know that it's like when that starts going about, people like try to take notice and thinking, what the, who, who is this guy? And that's mm. so like Jay was like, oh, would, would you represent Odyssey and you know work you know work with Hunter and that? And I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to, you know. So that I'm really looking forward to that and like uh, because that is you know a rock and wrestling um, festival if you will it's gonna be absolutely fucking bonkers And it's, it's the first show that I've done that is strictly over 18s crowd
0: is it you know?
1: yeah 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 I've done I've done shows where it's like generally an older crowd but as uh, over 18s only it'll be the first time Very and, cool. Um, yeah, it's one of them. It's like I'm I'm slightly apprehensive because you know you want to create a good impression and everything like that. Mm. And you know TNT have got the ignition shows and all that kind of stuff as well. That like you know RPD is part of now. I want to be part of that as well. And I want mm. I want to I want. There's some there's some incredible incredible wrestlers on on the on the card uh, Extreme Fields, and I just want to prove that I can hang with all these guys as well because I, I feel like for because of because of being from Barrow and it's a couple of hours from anywhere and everything like that, it's like, cause you don't fill a car from there, go to travel places, promoters tend not to even look at. Yeah. You know, you've got so many amazing wrestlers in the Northwest that are based in Manchester and Liverpool and things like that. And now I kind of feel like I'm getting the opportunity now to really fucking show what I can do mm. and that I can hang with everyone. You know, it's kind of like sink or swim and um, I'm, I'm relishing the opportunity. I, a few years ago I probably would have been shitting myself, but now I'm like everything no, no. I've got everything again and fuck all to lose, mm. you know. So it's um yeah, it's good. And I say that Odyssey have got, you know, the championship tournaments going um, going on at the moment that I'm involved with. So I'm really excited about that. Knockout wrestling um, on the thirteenth of November i have got their first show back in two years. So it's the first time I've wrestled in my hometown in two years. Um that's another championship tournament. I can't fucking wait for that one. That's going to be class. I'm going to make a full weekend of that as well. I'm going to see my family and my friends and that that I haven't seen in a long time. Mm. Um, just got to make sure I don't have a drink on the Friday night so I'm good for the Saturday. <laughs> <All> right, <go laughs> get too excited. Get, get, get older, man. It's so hard. Yeah, so what what I'll, do, what I'll do is I'll try and hold off to left of the show on the Saturday and have a couple then. And, and get to, yeah.
0: yeah. But
1: I'll have to drive on the Sunday so i will have, have to be a steady rumble. I've, I've been... I've been known to get carried away now and then, so...
0: Uber,
1: Uber. Um, Yeah, nice. But, yeah, really good. Like I said, you know, then we've got Superstar coming up after that as well. Um, I'm also on the 27th debuting for the Kingdom of Wrestling, uh, which is, uh, they're they're coming out of Southport. So me and uh, and RPD are tagging there. Uh, Because the thing with me and RPD is as well, the majority of what we do is actually singles. You know, but it's almost like the Born Ready thing is like, you know, like we come together when the time and place is is suited to come together, if that makes sense, Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like, we're not just trying to get out there solely as a tag team. It's like, it is more of an individual thing, but it's it's a whole thing that, you know, we've got each other's back. There's a friendship there and, and, and you know, so it's like, as a regular tag team, the kingdom of wrestling is going to be somewhere where we will be particularly focused on that, you know, because like I say RPD's got some other promotions that he works with as well, you know, like GPW and everything. And then I've got my knockout wrestling that I do on my own and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Odyssey was the first point that me and me and, um, me and and RPD came together as a team at the last show. And there was like a beatdown after the match, I made the save and the crowd went fucking mental for it. So it was like, there's a lot of exciting things, like real exciting things coming up at the moment. I feel like in in the last eighteen months, even though we've not been able to wrestle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like I feel like I have made more progress in the last eighteen months, and I've come off I've come off the back of it um, with some momentum now, and I'm getting like debuts at you know over promotions and things like that. Like um, my first show back was at Target um who I'd never worked for before and that that was um their championship tournament they did like a promo competition and like the fans actually voted for who they wanted in the tournament and uh, I got a good response to that. Um like that was it was it was one of them actually that promo that I did it was like it was the first time like I when I used to do cut promos I used to I used to always be in my head and then I'd watch it back and say I don't even fucking talk like that. Why am I talking like that? I don't talk like that. Yeah. You know and then um, and I remember just, I remember doing the promo and thinking, I actually believe in what I'm saying here. I was, I, I was in a particularly bad mood about something. I don't know what, I can't remember. But something had annoyed me, probably Twitter. Um, and then I just fucking, I, I remember just coming down here in the garage and I just ranted, said why I'm going to win the championship tournament, or whatever, sent it off to um, and who does uh, the video editing and and the editor on Twitter is absolutely classy. He, he does like TNT he does Odyssey for us. He does catch. He does so many different places. Um, I just sent it off to him. and said, yeah, make that look grainy and shit and send me it back, will you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> like you, you I, I'll just say what's on my mind. You make it look good for me and then I'll send it <laughs> off to him, you know. So that, that's how I got, like, the debut there. And that, that, that was good. That was up in Carlisle. So, that, like, you know, doing the whole Cumbrian outlaw thing and, like, it being in Cumbria. It was like, mm. it was quite an easy promo to cut as well because in Carlisle, they don't particularly like us in Barrow. But I, I was telling, you know, about, you know, I'm you know, a proper fighter from Cumbria, not you pussies up there and all that kind of daft stuff, you know. so Love it, man. I love the nickname, by the way, the Cumbrian think It's quality. I really like it. Yeah. It's one of of those things where it's like, you know, I've been asked if I'm a biker and all that kind of stuff, and then like, no. You know, but it's just like,
0: (laughs) you know what By the way,
1: It's like, I don't ride a motorbike. Do you, do you know? It's like I don't know. You know what I mean? The Undertaker doesn't work at a a mark tree either. Do you know? It, it, it's it's like when you're in character, I can identify with you. You know, with it, and I feel like I am the Cumbrian outlaw, whatever that means to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. It, it it is what it is, and, and if if there's an issue like that's all, that's on you. I don't have an issue, so it's like like, it's, don't let it fucking ruin your day. It's not ruining
0: mine. You know. <laughs> Does anyone promote existence? By the way, can we please get Rick on a motorbike at, for his entrance at one of your shows? Have
1: you seen that on um, what, what fucking films? That on own, Why is it where he gets on the motorbike and he spins off and goes? Is uh, it um not Wild Hogs? No, not Wild Hogs. It's a what, It's a Will Ferrell one.
0: Will Ferrell, is that on. Daddy's Home. that is Dennis Home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, he's right on and
1: he goes. on. That's what I'd be like.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, he's gonna be really good. Yeah. oh, He
1: looks he looks like a badass for a bull, <laughs> straight off. <laughs>
0: You've just killed all your mystique there. Yeah. All your yeah. mystique. <laughs> you mentioned doing it on the head out show? Fucking hell. Like, They'll never, yeah, never let it yeah, go.
1: Cut, cut, cut the last five minutes out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, my man. So, as we come to the end, I've actually got a few questions. None wrestling-related questions, actually. Yeah. I want to know, because I know you're massive into fitness, as we can see back there, and yeah. on your social media as well. So, Can you name some of your best workout songs and music that you instantly find yourself listening to when you're training or working out? Oh, Christ, I didn't prepare for this one. Um, On this spot?
1: It depends what I'm training. It actually does depend what I'm training. You know, sometimes I'll listen to, um, you know, some, like, rap, like things like Exhibit and things like that, you know, that that, that kind of stuff. And, like... um, but then if I'm doing a real like if I'm doing a leg workout and I know it's gonna be a big nasty one, I might listen to slipknot or something like that. Um but I enjoy that while I'm training, but I'd never come home and go, oh, put my feel, put some slipknot on. Do you know what I mean? I never would. <laughs> but then it's like just to kill my mystique even more, it's like if I'm doing like uh, like some steady state cardio for half an hour at a time or something like that, I'll bank Disney on. Do you know what I mean? I, I you know, people like I'm looking there. I've got my headphones, on, so I'm looking all angry and that. Like, I wonder what he's listening to, and I'm listening to like, you know, "Go the Distance" from Hercules or something like that. It's like- a fucking great song, by the way. Are you sure you want me to release this
0: podcast? Yeah, shit. <laughs> it's I one of that, love this. I think it's cool. one
1: of that. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying what the majority of people fucking do, but don't say. You know. I love it. So- you know, it'll be, be, be that. And then, uh, you know, maybe some bit of Phantom of the Opera after that or something, you know. i like, I'm into what I'm into. Do you know what I mean? I'm not into yeah. a particular genre. I'm just into whatever I'm feeling at the time, you know, so it's...
0: That's got to be your new theme song, that Hercules. Like, yeah. no, Hercules quality song. Yeah. Michael Bolton version, all out. <laughs> oh man i just remember like playing the video games just okay no no, no i'm not gonna have a, a full-on disney conversation but fucking great yeah, yeah. didn't expect that to be <laughs> fair i i have asked you on recording if you want me to still release it because we're gonna ruin your mystique quite a bit there's <laughs> yeah,
1: no it's a, my mystique there i I am, I am who i am and that's um you know, to be fair when, when, when the um you know when the switch gets flipped like you, you know it's
0: yeah, yeah. Say the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> it's,
1: it's all fun and games. It's, it's all fun and games until it's not fun and games anymore. You know. It's... Yeah,
0: man. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, what's your favourite match you've been in? And it's a bit boring question, but sometimes I like to ask it because you get some good answers. Favorite match I've been in? Ooh,
1: there's been there's been quite a few in like knockout wrestling because that's where I started. And like, I, you know, I was a showcase champion there. And then I won like their their heavyweight championship there and. One of them that does stick in mind was when I actually lost the heavyweight championship at KOW because the crowd went that mental for um nightmare like who was the face. Him going over, I felt like I'd done my job right. You know yeah, what I mean? It was that, it was a real, a real, real grat- gratifying feeling. Um, yeah. And then there was another one with, um, with Sheriff Steele, who was a character in uh, Knockout Wrestling. And um, he also does like the Mark Meltzer character in uh, Odyssey yeah. uh, pro wrestling as well. But we had like, he started training a couple of years before me, but we always kind of intertwined and we did like a storyline in knockout wrestling. And then it, it culminated to like actually the last knockout wrestling show before the pandemic. Um, it was like a loser leaves knockout wrestling match, and it was like it was almost like a four-year story that had gone off in different directions and that coming back together, and um, mm. and yeah, it was it, it was a cool, real, real cool moment because like people in the crowd had seen that over the over the few years and things. So like, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, to be honest, it's these story ones that like you know when when they come full circle that you know, and then like my first two matches back at Odyssey. Like Rack Wrestling and Mark, and the crowd have been that mental and that hyped to see me. Um, I've loved them as well. So that was with um, Lance Rivera and uh, JJ Webb, who are just Mm. like, it makes it so easy when you're working people like that, that are like, in the nicest, kindest way possible, are very easy to dislike, you know, from, from a fan standpoint.
0: That's what but it goes
1: actually, to do. So, there, <laughs> it's such a, wrestling, is such a weird thing where you can tell somebody how awful they are, and it's like a compliment. But um, yeah. like honestly, it was so easy to to, to wrestle with because yeah. they were just brilliant, at what they, you know what they did, and then and then obviously the RPD match at Superstar, just because, um, more because it was like you know my, my mm. best friend in wrestling, the emotion and, and, yeah. and and the emotion of the day, and all that kind of stuff. It, it, all, it all just you know, it all just came together so it was um yeah and i'm sure i'll I'll probably come off this and think oh fuck yeah Uh, you know but um they're they're the ones that immediately spring to mind
0: Ah, awesome Uh, in in
1: in Blackpool in blackpool on the 20th of november we're doing a we're doing a show there that's uh in memoriam for jordan banks who's the young young boy that passed away in blackpool uh, with a tragic lightning strike earlier in the year that's um, sad. So, so we're doing it, was horrendous. So we're doing a charity show there, and all the proceedings are going to um uh, Brian House, um, which is the charity that Jordan's family um want all the proceedings to go to. So that's going to be a crazy, crazy night. And it is the main event there that's been announced is um a triple threat tag team TLC. So it's um me and Nappy. they are born ready. Reason and 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 Synergy and uh, like in a TLC it it totally seemed like a good idea at the time but now it's like it's gonna gonna be a rough night um because there's some big brutes and boys like but it's gonna be like I really really can't can't wait for it and it's 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 so cool to be able to like you know give back to these guys you you know it's absolutely tragic but the fact that we can do something and we're in a position where we can raise this money and and, and help these guys and help the fantastic cause and that's 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 the main thing and then um i'm going to stop in blackpool that night and have a couple of beers after that one and raise a glass i think as well so i love it man
0: what are you sure uh what's the if you got, when you're in the pub what would you order what's your first what's your first drink
1: I just have a pint of Lager, mate. My bars straight forward and down the line. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> L- lager, and then when the time's right, I want to Jack Daniels, and I don't deviate too far from it. I love Jack Daniels, oh, man. Double Jack yeah. and Coke, no ice. No, yeah, it's yeah, it's a good way to end the night. Well, uh, well, oh, well, until, <laughs> until until I wake up on the bathroom floor. <laughs>
0: yeah has been nice like that horrible but it's been worth it you know you live know, once ain't you
1: yeah, well, to, to be fair to be fair i don't drink a great deal now like i probably i've only drank about three times this year i think so really it.
0: okay no. yeah yeah
1: well, i it's, mean you it, are like
0: massively to your fitness so about yeah
1: well it, it's one of them now it's like i've got a lot going on with like a business and all that kind of stuff so it's like if, if i get hammered drunk it's not just I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy having a drink and, and you know getting pissed up and that. I do enjoy it still and having a good time and a laugh. But like it's the knock on effect the next day and everything like that. It knocks mm. me off all my food. It knocks me. I can't get the shit done. I need to get done with business wise and all that. It, it, it doesn't bring any value to me anymore.
0: No, I, I completely respect that. I mean, I'm not I'm not in fitness at all. That's why I sit here and you do what you do. No, sit here. And... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I completely understand when it comes. We get older. And the hangovers and you used to laugh when you're in your 20s and in your teens ah oh, whatever it won't, we won't be that bad no it does it's fucking awful i'll last for a day bad. or two and uh yeah <laughs> that's it, it. Fucking... usually
1: like two two weeks lads holidays on the piss for two weeks at a time and I don't, I don't know i don't have a clue how like one one night now sees me off for
0: a weekend like and yeah got Go to friday just about recover on sunday afternoon Absolutely. just as the weekend comes to the end it's just like is it really actually yeah. worth it yeah it is i won't change but <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. not gonna stop it like but it's probably not it worth it not- awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh, my man i've got one last question to ask you and i'll let you enjoy the rest of your day it's been a fucking blast to be honest i think and i've enjoyed it earlier content. um i think i was just like is it actually gonna be nice when I reach out to you that actually really nice, and I feel I've just kind of just <laughs> well, one of things me. actually. It's like
1: shit. If, we, if we even spoke about wrestling, I just feel like we just had a fucking crack for an hour, like you know. I really have, we really
0: a little bit about wrestling and uh, a <laughs> ranger. <laughs> <laughs> 9 yeah. 9 all, all the, imp-
1: all the, uh, we've gone through the important stuff. Anyhow,
0: actually, <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it, my man. <laughs> Last question: It's going to be if you had to describe yourself in three words, what are they? And the reason I ask this is because I think you are the perfect example. Never judge a book by its cover. So I want to hear. I think it'd be quite an interesting. Answer: honest, loyal, friendly. <laughs> I, you fucking are. <laughs> what is it? Just like uh, I just want to watch Hercules with you now. <laughs> uh, but, but, but if anyone asks, it'll be like total bad ass. But <laughs> All right, describe your wrestling character in three words: no fucking nonsense. <laughs> fucking love it. Where can the listeners? Find you
1: on social media. Uh, just it's generally just at Rick Marcus on everything. Really, I don't know mm-hmm. all the handles and all that. If you just put Rick Marcus, you'll find me. No Maybe problem. Not. at all, man. <laughs> Come put, out loud, uh, Rick Marcus.
0: Yeah, that will <laughs> be in the description. Don't worry. <laughs> the thing is, you
1: know what? Actually, whenever I've done podcasts, he always asks at the end. I'm like, I should fucking write that down somewhere. But I think he's like at Rick Marcus one. I think on Twitter
0: and um Instagram. That's cool. Do you know what? I, I've, I might stop asking the question because I put your details down. I put all my guests like social media handles in the description but I don't know why I ask yeah. <laughs> I'm well, so used to thing. it now yeah, it's, just, it's just a dumb thing isn't it it's actually a really dumb question because they can fucking see it on the description but yeah, they yeah. might not they might be listening to this on Apple but thank you for coming on today it's been a fucking quality episode Rick um, you've nah, made I'm my vertical really a little bit better it. Um to be fair when I come off I will probably spin and probably throw up but thank you for coming on. Been an absolute blast. For everyone that's listened to this episode, there's going to be more episodes of What Do You Call It podcast coming up very soon. But for now, everyone, have a great weekend and please, please, please watch Hercules. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingMoveJonas.com.